Welcome to Fueling the Revenue Engine. My name is Roz Greenfield, co-founder and chief enablement officer at Level 213. As of today, we are still under a shelter-in-place order in the San Francisco Bay Area, and therefore recording from our home offices, but we are grateful to be able to use conferencing technology to keep hosting podcast conversations with guests from around the country. The topic today is a follow-on to the previous sales enablement tech stack episode and focuses on knowledge management and the technology behind it. As a global business community, we are wading through the process of assessing the impact of the coronavirus now and in the long term. In times like these, knowledge management and trusted sources of just-in-time verified knowledge become even more critical to revenue enablement. So today we are privileged to welcome our guest expert, Kelly Parks. Kelly is a sales enablement manager at Ceros. Kelly comes from a really unique background, which makes me so excited to be able to be speaking with her. She has an MBA in finance, and she has experience within the B2B technology, the ERP software, and the oil and energy industries. She started her journey in sales on the value engineering side, where she coached sales teams to sell the value of their products and services. And that makes me really excited, the perspective that she brings to sales. Today, I think if you're not selling value, you don't even have a shot. So it's really exciting to speak to someone who has that experience. She made the shift to enablement when she discovered all the different moving parts that it really takes to succeed in the sales team. So she brings the expertise from all her different industries, the expertise of value engineering, and now obviously being in the enablement herself. So welcome, Kelly. We're really have, excited to have you with us today. How are you doing in all this? I know it's crazy times and tell us where you're talking to us from. Hi, everyone. Thanks for the introduction. I really appreciate that. Um, I'm doing really well. I, given the circumstances, you know, I'm finding a lot of different things to do and definitely finding a lot of different things that I can do at work that I otherwise wouldn't have had the time for. I'm coming to you guys from good old New Jersey, specifically Central Jersey. Yes, it exists. Mm -hmm. And I'm really excited to talk about knowledge management today because it's super important to my sales team and our larger organization here at Saros. Yeah, I love talking to people from New Jersey, as you can probably tell from my accent. I was originally from the East Coast, so um, uh, Central Jersey, is that where we call it subs or hoagies? I forget. It's been a long time. We, we call them, we do call them subs in Central Jersey, but we have a lot of Wawa's, which calls it hoagie fest, so it really depends if Wawa's having hoagie fest. Then we yeah, call I think this, <laughs> I think Central Jersey is where you break the sub versus hoagie. So yeah. there's always that battle. So thank you. And thank you for taking the time to speak with us today. Yeah, of course. I'm really excited to talk to you guys about this today. You have okay. established and maintained a trusted source of truth for your, for your sales team or for your go-to-market team, I should probably say. And you've really made that a priority. And you said even in your introduction how important you think that is for, for your teams. Why do you believe that having a trusted source of truth is so important? I believe that having a trusted source of truth is so important because you wouldn't want to put someone out somewhere where they didn't know a lot about their product. And I feel as if you can't trust a salesperson that doesn't know what they're talking about. So equipping them with the right knowledge management and the right knowledge management solution helps them sell better and more effectively. And it also increases their product knowledge which translates into different parts of the sales process. You know, you don't want someone to be selling a product that they just know a few high level things about. We want them to know the ins and outs of the product, the new features that come out. So they become better salespeople. And also, you know, if they move on from our company, they'll know a ton about our company and maybe they could even pitch it to their new teams that they might join. Yeah, absolutely. And I think today, 
buyers have so much more information than they did 20, 30 years ago at their fingertips, even more than 10 years ago. And they come to the salesperson knowing something. So the salesperson, or, you know, we shouldn't just say salespeople, the customer success human, the support human, they need to know more than the buyer, right? So you have to have a way to give that to the buyer and, and it definitely makes a difference in their engagements. Um, so you mentioned giving them technology or giving them a knowledge through technology. What, how do you um, disperse this knowledge? knowledge or this trusted knowledge to your teams, what resources or tools do you use? We use Guru as our knowledge management system. It coincides with Lessonly. When we onboard our new reps, our new SDRs, new customer success managers, we funnel them through Lessonly, through paths and different lessons. And then the single source of truth all stems out of Guru. And Honestly, it is so user-friendly. It's so super easy to just navigate and create knowledge in there and make sure that it stays up to date. Um, I've, been, I've been working on trying to get any knowledge that we have in a Google Drive to get it actioned into Guru so that it's right at your fingertips. You don't have to be searching through a bunch of different Google files and you know maybe it was out of date, maybe it was last edited two years ago. Guru shows you when things were edited. It allows you to assign verifiers. So it's been really beneficial to our team and the greater organization here. Yeah, you mentioned two fantastic tools that I have used a lot and, and advocate for. One being Guru as a knowledge management system, as you, as you mentioned, one of the best of breed, I believe, out there. Um, and lessonly as your learning management system and together they, they really work brilliantly together. So I think your team is, is in really good shape um, on that from a sales enablement technology um, stack, if you will. Um, so you mentioned some of the benefits earlier of your teams having access to this knowledge. And my experience has shown that if a customer facing team doesn't have the right knowledge, they lose confidence in their ability to have their customer engage in conversations. As a matter of fact, when I first found Guru myself, it was because I was getting feedback from the team where I was sales enablement, uh, running sales enablement, that they just didn't have confidence in the knowledge that we had out there. We were using a wiki and it was just like a bunch of information dumped and they just didn't, you know, we, we, we put it there once and we forgot about it, right? We said it and forget it, which you should never do with knowledge. Yeah. Um, so what has been your experience and what do you think the impact of having that trusted source of truth has had on the engagements that you're go-to-market teams have had with their buyers and customers? I think that it has enabled our teams to have more thoughtful conversations with these buyers and customers. Having that knowledge at their fingertips allows them to not have to constantly go to a different resource to find the answers to the questions that they have. I mean, we're not perfect. People will still go to those different resources to ask those questions, but it alleviates the having to you know go to the support team and ask support questions mm. or go to the product team and ask product questions marketing team marketing questions it aggregates it all in one place so they can find the data that they need and the knowledge that they need and it also creates an accountability um, for all of our managers for all of our directors to have up-to-date information i get messages all the time from my sales team like hey we have this competitor i just found out this about them and they wouldn't have otherwise done that if we didn't have existing competitor cards in our knowledge management system. You know, they wouldn't think mm. to call me out on that. So I can really appreciate the accountability factor that stems from having a one single source of truth knowledge management system. 
Yeah, I heard you say some a few really important things there. One is they're not tapping the shoulder of, of the subject matter experts. So the subject matter experts can actually get their work done, right? Or not have to be bothered. And we'll talk yeah. about the remote workforce in a minute, but that adds a whole nother component to that, that that subject matter expert is not in the same building as them anymore right now, um, if they were originally. Um, yeah. And they also know who owns, like if it's a competitor, you, you gave the example of, of a competitor information and competitor information changes all the time, right? And it's really hard for us to keep that knowledge up to date, but having that, that, that vehicle that they know this is information that is trusted or verified, or it's about to go out of date. Can I make sure that this information is up to date? And do, can I reach out to that that subject matter expert? In this case, it's probably someone on the product marketing team to to give it to me that it's up to date, so that I can have that confidence when I go and I and, and and I talk to my buyer because the buyer again is I think can pick up when you're not sure or when there's some fud coming from a competitor and you know if they're talking to us they're probably talking to our competitor so what is a competitor saying about us and what is the competitor saying about themselves and how ready are we to to counter that or to give them kind of like the, the truth of, of what we are so it really really helps to give them the confidence to say yeah I know that the information I'm giving you is accurate right so I think competition is a perfect perfect example because it's information that that just changes so much and and it's really hard to to keep up and then I think I also heard you say that you know they could hold you accountable right they can tell you what they need when they need it and I I, that's you know we're here sales enablement is here to support our go-to-market teams as is the product marketing or the product team or any of the other supporting teams and I think today um and, and again we'll get into more of this conversation it's like they're needing that accountability even more now because of you know the remote workforce that we're all mandated to be in. So really good points. And and I think I heard you say earlier, you know, having the information in a bunch of different places, and instead of having to have the information in a bunch of different places, you have orchestrated it all in one source of truth. And that saves them a lot of time, right? They don't have to go to all the different places or to the, you know, to the subject matter expert themselves, right? To the marketer or, or the product person and ask them the question. They can just know it's there for them. So um, it, I think you know, that's, that's where that confidence comes from. Would you agree? Uh, yes, I wholeheartedly agree with that. I am such a huge advocate for a single source of truth. My, my coworker actually just yesterday uh, we had some guru cards that needed to be updated and she actually said to me, I'm so glad that, you know, you pinged us 10 times telling us to update these cards because no, you, you had know, to do that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they, they were like, I'm so glad that you actually keep track of this information so that we can update it and make sure it's up to date. She said, we constantly get questions about these particular cards because, you know, we made them a little more robust than they used to be. And yeah. she's like, I'm so happy you forced me to update these. So it's really important to have that single source of truth, to have that one place that you can go to. It saves time. It saves energy. And, you know, this is something that beyond Guru, it's, it, it should apply to any tech software that you're using, whether it's Guru or it's your CRM or your knowledge management system, your learning management system. It should be accurate. It should be up to date. It should have a centralized theme. And you really don't want, important information to get lost in a document and not get updated for two years. 
Yeah, and I think one of the things that for those people that aren't familiar with Guru, they have a, a system built into it with a verification process. So it kind of reminds you uh, because the, the reality is that the state of our, our business changes so quickly and it's changing even more quickly today. And so having a, a system to be able to do that is really important. And I love what you said about the subject matter expert realizing the value, right? That they have to update their their uh, the, the area of the, that they are the experts in um, and them appreciating that. And it reminded me of a story when I um, was leading sales enablement team and I was working with um, our head of sales ops. And we, she, she had been um, the subject matter expert on several of our cards and our boards within Guru. And one day we were sitting down and talking and I showed her and I asked her to keep something verified. And she's like, oh, is anybody even looking at that? And I was like, actually, yeah. And I showed her the data that the tool was tracking. She's like, oh my God, they're looking at my data. And I'm gonna, and after that, like she was the biggest advocate, right? Because again, she had no feedback. She didn't know. And now she knows, oh, okay, this is what they're doing. So it's it's a tremendous um, uh, way to, to kind of bring everybody together and to break down some of those silos and making sure, obviously in the service of the customer facing teams that are engaging at the front lines that they have what they need. So yeah, really great example there. So we already mentioned a few different use cases, but there are several use cases that a customer facing team will use or will need to leverage the knowledge uh, to be able to work either internally or externally with customers. And I'd love to, to ask you one by one of the different use cases and how you leverage them or if you think about them and, and some of the experiences that you may, might have. Is that okay? Yeah, of course. All right, so we talked about, um, you know, you, you gave the example of the, the, the competitive in, intel on your Guru instance. And so one of them is like a just-in-time resource, right? Just when I need it. And that would be, I'm on a call with a customer and they're asking me about a competitor or I'm drafting an email and maybe, you know, in this case about competition or something like that. Tell me a little bit about some of the just-in-time resources or how you think about just uh, providing just-in-time knowledge. So the cool part about our particular knowledge management system is that the information is there wherever you need it. When you're drafting an email, you can easily use the extension and you can pull in a card right to there and copy whatever you need to copy over. Our SDRs use that so frequently when they need to answer objections from clients. We have email templates in there. We have different responses to say to different people. We have, you know, our 30 second sell all about Saros. And then we also use it pretty aggressively in Slack. You can integrate right with Slack and then you use a slash command and you could just do slash guru and I could type in HubSpot. And then any card that has to do with HubSpot will come up. I use this super frequently, but it's really helpful on sales calls. Cause if you're sitting there in a room, you got your SDR, you got your NVD, sometimes your manager is there and a customer asks something and you need a quick answer. You can hop right in your pod Slack channel, type slash guru, type it up, have it pop up. And then you could turn it right to the rep or you could, you know, if the rep isn't sharing their screen at that point, you can have it just pop up right on their screen. Um, so there's so many different ways that you can use it as a just-in-time resource. And I think that's really important for, you know, making the teams more agile, more mobile, and mm. especially, especially in this remote environment where they may not have access to that subject matter expert right away, they can answer what they can using our knowledge base. And then if they need to follow up with the subject matter expert later, they can look at that card and be like, oh, Kelly created this card. Kelly's the subject matter expert. I need to reach out to her after this call because I need more information than what I can find. And then sometimes that leads to us adding, you know, a little bit more fluff to our cards. We might mm. need more information in there because the same question keeps coming up. So 
having it as that just-in-time resource is super critical to our team's success. Again, you said so much, so much that was so exciting. So I'm going to try to break it down. Uh, first of all, you said, if you're sitting in the room with your SDR and your BDN, I'm like, those were the days. We don't do that anymore right now. So yeah, it's even more important, as you said, to have that knowledge and um, to, you know, the, the I think we throw so much at a customer facing team, so much information, product information, pricing information, competitive information, internal processes. It's impossible to remember everything, right? So yeah. if, if I'm, you know, talking to a customer and they ask me a question and I'm like, wait, I remember learning something about this maybe in lessonly or we had a training on this or but i can't remember the exact detail right now but the buyer is not going to be okay with that they want the information right then we live in such an on-demand um uh culture and world and so they can just go to that slack integration or to i love there's also um the gmail integration at, now that they have with guru maybe they have it with other um email providers as well i don't know i use gmail um yeah. but but yeah that makes it so easy because like they they have the recall and then and then it comes back to them which is you know we're, the way adults maintain information so that they can know that they can go to um they could have that answer for the buyer which is again it, it makes your buyer engagement much stronger and better and and i love too that you said that if they had a question if they weren't sure they know who to follow up with right and they know that yeah. that um that you are they are remember when um when i first uh was trying to solve the problem of knowledge management um and found guru we we like i said earlier we were using a wiki and there was one page wiki page that had been updated like two years before and the person, you know, it did tell us who, who authored it, but that person had left the company like, you know, seven months before that. And I'm like, okay, well, that's not going to help us. Whereas, you know, with a mo more modern technology, something like a guru, it, it's not going to happen because it automatically will transfer to the admin, which is usually us, which we'll talk about in a minute, us being sales management. Um, so let's talk about, um, you mentioned using the integration of, you know, Lessonly, which you use to onboard new employees or reinforce training through Lessonly. How do you use that um, combination of these two different technologies to continue to either reinforce training that you've already done or onboard new hires? So when a new hire starts, they'll go through a ton of different Lessonlys, which includes paths and lessons. And what I've been trying to do is make sure that if there's information in a Lessonly that might need to be updated semi-frequently, maybe it's every six months, maybe it's every year, I'm actually taking those lessons and embedding guru cards, which is our mm. knowledge information. I'm embedding the guru card within the Lessonly so that it's forced to be updated within guru. And then it just auto syncs, you know, as soon as Love the card it. is updated, it'll update right inside the lesson. It'll be up to date for anyone that takes that lesson. And I've done this to make sure that, you know, we're not slacking on making sure our lessons are up to date. You know, this, this is the most accurate information. This is going to make them the most successful. And in addition to that, sometimes this is where we also might leverage Google Drive a bit too, if it's something that might justify having a Google Drive document, but I really try and keep it all in one place versus, you know, having it in multiple places. But having having those two tools work together is really awesome for our team like for example i created a glossary for different teams within the organization because you know someone on the csm team might not use the same terms that the sales team uses mm. and the product team might use different terms that the salespeople are like i don't know what this abbreviation means or products like what does this abbreviation mean from a sales standpoint so what Actually, I did is, new, I, right? Because you come yeah, to oh, the yeah. organization, there's so many acronyms, and we didn't even realize we're saying them because they're so part of our lexicon. But to the person that's new, they're like, "What are you saying?" 
Yeah, I think even there's even some industry things that someone might say, like someone said this morning, QSR, and I'm thinking in my head, QSR, I haven't heard that one. Then I'm like, oh, quick serve restaurant. That's yeah. what that means. Yeah. Never heard it abbreviated like that before, but I basically, I, that was a particular card that I had synced into a lessonly because I mm. knew that that was going to be updated frequently. Like it yeah. was for buzzwords. Yeah. So I knew that we would be adding different buzzwords over time. So it's really nice to be able to have those two, our knowledge management system and our learning management system work together for that initial onboarding and then continued learning down the road. Yeah. And I think, uh, you know, I love that you said that, you know, that integration and keeping everything up to date, especially if you're going to be onboarding new people, you want them to always make sure that they have the newest information. And, and for an existing uh, workforce, if they're going to go back to the lesson or the, or the learning management system or the training that you have, uh, you want to make sure that they're getting the latest and greatest information then. Right. And, and another thing that I used to always do, and you probably do this too, is I would also summarize and do it like a TLDR of the training in Guru because I, I completed the training as a learner, but then I'm not going to, I don't know if, you know, when I'm talking to my customer, I'm preparing for a meeting or whatever have you, I'm not going to go watch a 30 minute session again, but if I get the TLDR, I'll remember what I, um, what I might've learned in that, in that session. So it actually makes the retention of that even stronger. So, um, yeah. and, and I think a lot of these, are uh, the more modern technologies that sales name and teams are going to use are doing a really good job of integrating, right? Well, you know, we're using the example here of Guru and Lessonly, but there's, there's other examples of that as well. Yeah. Um, so we have alluded to the remote workforce right now. We're in a situation where most of the country is in mandated shelter in place. Most businesses, especially in the technology space, are not able to go into an office. Um, so the reality is everyone is a remote worker. I understand in Syracuse you were partially prior to COVID-19. You had some teams going into an office and some teams not. Now, obviously, you're all 100% remote. So how does knowledge management play into that? And what have you thought about? Have you changed anything? Or what has been your experience in having to um, provide trusted source of truth to an entirely remote workforce? So yeah, so our product team was remote first. So that was a large part of the organization that, you know, was used to working remotely. And then the rest of us, you know, it was, it was mostly new to everyone, but honestly having a knowledge management system while we are remote has been so critical to staying informed and not, you know, getting into those different silos of teams, which, you know, could happen more drastically mm -hmm. now that everybody is remote. And one of the things that I've been pushing for as I talk to other teams if they're sending out an email to the organization that has important information or information that doesn't really have an expiration date, I tell them, I'm like, create it as a guru card and then send out the information and then have a link to that guru card. So that way, you know, everything gets lost in an inbox and I keep mm -hmm. my inbox really organized, but not everyone mm -hmm. does. And, you know, they might lose the important information there. So one good example of that, we, our marketing team does a this week in marketing every week. And in, they send all the information out as like the majority of it. But then at the bottom, it links out to a guru card, which has the mm. continued this week in marketing. And that'll tell us new resources that might've become available. So we have a whole Saros original site where our editorial team creates content in Saros and, you know, about different things going on in the world. So there's a listing of all the content that went out this week. And then there's a listing of all the different blog posts that went out this week. And then it tells us about web and up and coming webinars. So instead of them sending that out in an email, email getting lost in an inbox, they send it out in an email. And it's also all the information is in a guru card for you to refer back to. You could favorite that card. You could, you could move that card to wherever you want in your guru, 
like favorites list. Like it could just be this week in marketing list. Um, but the marketing team has it on a board that's just called this week in marketing. So it's super easy to find, hop right into that collection, hop right into that board. They can see all the this weeks in marketing and it's really become an awesome resource for our customer success and our sales team to use as their outbounding or to use as, you know, they're trying to bring in those renewals or cross sales or upsells. They have that right at their fingertips. Like, Hey, look what Saros originals did this week. Look at what's on our blog this week. Do you want to learn more about experiential content? They have all of that at their fingertips. It was a really great thing to come out of um, the marketing team the past month while we were all remote. Yeah. yeah, that sounds, I love that, especially since buyers are looking for that information, right? And they needed, they needed uh, just in time and they might not know who to ask or, you know, we're all, we're, you know, the email example is a great example because the fact is we're all walk, working from home, but we also may have children going to school right next, next to us. And they have to, you know, we have to help them with their math homework or, or what have you. And by the time I might get to the email, it's buried. Whereas I just know that, that, you know, this week in marketing is, is there for me when I need it. So when the buyer says, how can I learn more about, you know, X, Y, Z, I just go straight to that board and it kind of goes back to the, to that just in time. So uh, really great example of how you're keeping everybody in the know, even in a time when, when we're not sitting next to each other. So thank you for sharing that example. Yeah. Um, so we keep referring to this knowledge as a trusted source of truth, which uh, is defined as knowledge that is constantly up to date and verified. And I think we mentioned earlier that that Guru has this uh, brilliant verification system built into it. But the, the truth is that, you know, it's really big. I found it, and I don't know if you, I'd be curious to hear your experience. It's really challenging for sales enablement, the sales enablement team, whether you're a team of one or you're a team of 10, uh, to maintain this on their own, right? And while we are in sales enablement, we are responsible for making sure that the teams have a trusted source of truth. We are not the subject matter experts on everything, right? Like I, you couldn't write this week in marketing because you're not in marketing, right? Or some sales enablement people are in marketing, but I don't believe you are. No. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. So, so tell me a little bit more about what has been your strategy and it sounds like you've been doing a really great job bringing in some of your other subject matter experts. What has been your strategy to ensure that your knowledge stays up to date um, and trusted? So to ensure that our knowledge stays up to date, I have made an effort to develop like a, a nice meeting cadence with different subject matter experts across the organization. So for example, I meet with our customer success operations manager every week. I speak with the product team whenever I need to know new things about product. And I also, anybody who hasn't, you know, heavily been a heavy user of Guru, I'll meet with them. I'll talk with them on how they can, you know, make it actionable for their team, whether that's creating public cards to the whole org or private cards to the whole org. And I show them how to verify. I, I show them how to keep that up to date. And I also, you know, if I don't have the chance to meet with different teams in the organization, I even use the tag, like the comment feature on, on the mm. different cards. So I'm able to tag them like, hey, can you update this? Or I'll make a note like to meet with them about that. So I made sure to become like the liaison for the sales organization to the rest of the organization. I've met with either a director or a manager on every single team. And now I meet with them either once a quarter or once a week or once a month. It just depends on the team. And I also, if I, if I notice a lot of information going out in emails and, you know, not getting sent to the sales team or the customer success team or the product team, then I'll uh, go ahead myself and I'll create that guru card. I'll show them how I did it. And then I'll be like, moving forward, like if this is something you could do, it would be really helpful for our go-to-market teams so that they stay up to date on, knowledge and information. 
We also utilize, uh, we actually just started utilizing a new collection in Guru that was a suggestion from Guru to create a knowledge submissions collection. Mm. And since you're able to create a card directly from a Slack message, what we just recently started doing is creating these cards from the Slack messages and putting them into a knowledge submissions collection that's only visible to subject matter experts. And then this creates a queue of cards that will eventually be public facing to, well, I should say internal facing yeah. to all to of our team. Yeah. yeah, to the rest the of our team. Yeah. Yes, to our users of Guru. And that way, you know, it's not being tracked anywhere else besides Guru. I thought about using a Trello board. I thought about using it in a Google Sheet or somewhere. And then I was, I, and then Guru gave me the idea to create this knowledge submissions collection where we can put cards that we think they either might need to be cards or they, it might be updates to existing cards. So that's how I make sure that I can, you know, tap on the correct subject matter experts. I'll create that card and then I'll assign the verifier as the subject matter expert. And then it helps, you know, keep track of when I requested that because it'll show I created that card on April 1st and now, you know, it might be June and no one has gotten to it, but we need that information. So it's a good accountability way to stay in touch with the subject matter experts and make sure that everyone has up-to-date information. I love that idea. I'm going to steal it. I will tell you that. <laughs> Feel free. Uh, Feel free. <laughs> I use Guru with many of my clients. And so I will, yeah. I will uh, definitely steal that idea. It's a fantastic one. And I think too, it, it, it also, you know, as you were saying that I was thinking the subject matter experts want to make sure that the go-to-market teams have the information, but because they're not in the customer facing role, they don't always realize what it is that the, that the, the customer facing team needs, right? So having someone yeah. like yourself who has that sales enablement head or that go-to-market enablement head on to say, this is an example, A, it, they go, oh, okay, right? They're making the information available anyway. They can just do it in a way that's, that's, that, that serves us better. And also they'll start, I believe, and I'm curious to see if you found it already or if it hasn't been long enough yet, um, that they'll start to realize, oh, this is the kind of information that they need. So if someone in the product team, maybe, or someone in the legal team who might be providing knowledge for go-to-market um, human, if they understand that, oh, this is the kind of knowledge that they need at their fingertips, or this is the kind of knowledge that they need me to keep up to date, it just helps them to, to be a better steward for the company and ultimately in service of our buyers and our customers, which is why we exist, right? So I yeah. love that. And I think that that's a great way to, to, um, uh, to really to manage that and to really help them to understand that and to be yeah. partners with, with everybody and then not have to have it all fall on you, right? So you, what I heard you say is you, you take ownership of it, uh, but you leverage your partnerships and you leverage your resources. Yes. I'm constantly leveraging those resources. I don't, I never hesitate if I don't know the answer to something, I won't tell a rep, like I won't guess to them. I, I won't be like, Oh, I, maybe it's this. I'll, I'll reach out to that subject matter expert and I'll make sure that I'm telling them accurate information. And we actually, uh, we have a, a newer head of product that came on recently and he's, I've been working, you know, some chats with him to talk about, like, like you're saying, like, this is the information that the sales team needs. And we're definitely working towards that. It's different for everyone at every organization, but it's been really helpful so far getting the sales and the customer success and our professional services team, the information they need to be successful with clients. Yeah, that's awesome. So I, I think this was a 
great conversation. I learned so much from talking to you and I'm really excited that you are appreciative that you took the time. Um, and, and I think what I, if I can sum up in my head, the things that we talked about is the importance of having a trusted source of truth, especially in times like this, but also working together as an organization across the organization uh, from the different departments that service our customers, whether it be a product or a legal or the actual you know, customer facing team and bringing everybody together and uniting everybody together through trusted knowledge in the service of the buyer journey. Is there anything else that you would wanna add or leave our listeners with? I definitely wanna leave everyone with the sentiment that sales enablement is defined differently at every single organization. And there really is no right or wrong way of doing it. But I think at its core, it's empowering your teams. It's being that positive resource for them. And especially during these times, like you really want to make sure that they have everything they need to be successful, whether that has to do with your own internal organization, or maybe it's, you know, learning more about the tech stack that you have and, you know, learning tips and tricks about those during that time so that they can sell better, they can sell faster, they can sell more effectively. And just take it day by day. Like if you're starting out your sales enablement strategy, if you've been in it for 10 years, like it's an evolving industry. Mm -hmm. And to sum it up, like I said, it's different at every organization. So don't be overwhelmed by all the information that you find out there on the internet. You're all doing great. Yeah. And it's going to continue to evolve, right? Our businesses is going to change. I, I don't think, uh, you know, COVID-19 will have long lasting impact on the way we do business uh, because we're going to learn what really works, what doesn't work. And it's going to be, you know, probably longer than we all believe at this point of how long we're going to be under restriction. So I think you're right, right? Like, it, it, roll with the punches and, and try to find the right things and, and listen to people. Um, you know, it's part of why we're doing the podcast. Let's hear from different people what they're doing. So yeah. thank you, Adam. Thank you for that reminder. Talked a little bit about, you know, the change of businesses can happen. What's one thing that you think will change for the better after this pandemic's over? I think the one thing that's going to change for the better is people putting their family and friends a lot higher mm. on their priority yeah. lists. And I know that's something that has always been important for me, but I think we all get so caught up in our careers and our day to day that we forget about, you know, how we got to where we are. Sure. So we weren't spending that time with our family and friends. And I know definitely like I'm, that's one of the things I'm so excited to do once this is all over. My, yeah. my best friend just had a baby that I can't meet. My sister-in-law is having a baby. So I just can't wait to hold all the babies and love my family after this is all over. And I know a lot of people probably feel the same way. Appreciate you taking the time out of your day uh, to have this conversation with us. Of course. Honestly, it was really awesome. And I love talking about sales enablement. So truly, really, anytime. Awesome. Thank you so much. As we close out today's episode, we would like to thank purpleplanet.com for our music production and we thank you for listening we encourage you to get in touch with us with any requests for future topics any questions that you have or just to say hello we can be found at level213.com that's l-e-v-e-l -E and then the digits 213.com or you can always find us on linkedin as well have a great day